Caitlin. Hey Charlotte. How's it going? I'm good, how are you? Good, you're looking fly today. Oh, thank you. I'm just like cosy, sitting on the sofa, excited. Chilling. Nervous and excited. Excited So this is our first podcast on Have You Heard The News? I know. This is, I think that's my nervous, excited feeling. Yeah, and you're like, what if I say something that shouldn't be said? Oh, well I'm just gonna, you know. We can edit edit it out. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so we got ice cream. Amazing, what ice cream have we got? Honeycomb hash. Mm. Hash. Hash. <laughs> Don't mind We're if I do. We're off to a bad start already. <laughs> and then this, what did you say? It was chocolate orange. Oh, chocolate orange. Chocolate it's orange. literally tastes like Terry's. Does it? Yeah. So here we are, eating ice cream. Talking about new stuff. And ice cream. And we got some pugs. Here we are. Here we are. Should we give a little intro on what we're doing? I think we should. People are listening. They want to know what we're talking about. Well, yeah. Our one viewer, my mum. And mine. I mean, she already told me that she loves it. Well, then perfect. I think think we'll be fine. This is something I've wanted to do for ages. Like a little news thing. I wanted to do it like more happy news. But also I think it's important for like people our age to know more what's going on. Yeah, I think you're right. Like millennials don't really listen or read the news like people always talk about how news is dying and newspapers won't be around for much longer which I personally find quite sad like Mm. I do work in news kind of but it's I think it's important like we need to know what's going on in the world loads of people have opinions about stuff and that's great but if you're not up to date with what's going on then what what how can you have an opinion on it or a well-formed opinion on it Mm. I want to encourage people to be passionate about the news I think also my thing is there's a lot that happens in the world that we don't hear about. Oh god, yeah, totally. And it'd be quite nice to like shine a light on those things too. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Wait, who's going first? You're gonna go first, am I going first? I'm going first because although this is like really sad, oh, I know god. you're gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> because okay. you're a bit twisted in this way. Oh thanks. Okay, so... I think I know what you're going to tell me about. Do you? I think I might do. (laughs) This was in the news... Today? Yesterday. Okay. Well, last night. Okay. No. Was it in Portugal? No. Oh, okay. Ooh. (laughs) So, although this is sad, and what's happened is sad, there's a really interesting story behind everything. Okay, so remember Susie Lamp... I remember it's Lamplu, Susie Lamplu. Lamplu. Her dad died. No! Yeah, so it says Susie Lamplu's father dies without ever finding out who killed his estate agent daughter after she went missing 32 years ago on her way to meet a client called Mr. Kipper. Mr. Kipper, I told you about Mr. Kipper. Oh my god, that that is so sad. Isn't it? Oh my god, I can't believe it. And how appropriate that you bring up Susie Lamplu. On our first one. One of my all time favourite unsolved murders. Yeah, so should we go, maybe people don't know. Okay, yeah. So let's give a little bit of backstory. So, do you want me to give the backstory, seeing as I'm, like, clued up? Because you love a good murder. Well, there is that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Susie Lamplu, I mean, I'm not even reading from Wikipedia or anything at this point, so forgive me if I get some facts wrong. Yeah. But, Susie Lamplu was an estate agent in the southwest London area. Yeah, Which is full of, because, yeah, we're in southwest London. Um, and so, and I was briefly an estate agent, I would say briefly, like five years, but... Well, that's where we met. <laughs> that's how we met. So, 
yeah, uh, Susie Lamplu was my sort of word of warning to anyone new who would come and work for his uh, small independent estate agents. And I would tell them, you know, when you book a viewing or you go meet someone at the house, you need to tell me who this person is, what their telephone number is, what their address is. Like, it needs to be written down because if something happens to you, I don't know who, I, who you've disappeared off with. Um, and the evidence of, that I gave was Susie Lamplu, who went on a viewing with Mr. Kippar and was never seen again. Although, that's the story you hear, but she was seen again. She was seen drinking champagne with him, like, near, like, um, on, like, a little hilly, waterfronty bit. Like, so she went and met him at this house, and then there was an eyewitness who saw her drinking champagne with a man. So... Yeah. There's speculation that Susie Lamplu um, knew who Mr. Kipper was, and Mr. Kipper was a fake name that she already knew was a fake name. Yeah, but what I read was he was in prison for murder or rape or something. Rape. Something, yeah. And that day when she went missing, he was let out on day release. Yeah. For like five hours, and then that all took place. And then in prison, this guy was called Kipper. But it was in Fulham, um, and so she was... Uh, they began a new search of her in 2010, so you might have heard, like a lot of other people might have already mm. heard of it. Um, but so, let me have a look. So yeah, Mr. Kipper, so she... But this was before the days of computers. So they had like a Rolodex on their desk with all these people's names and numbers of who they were going to go and do a viewing with. Um, and so you could say who, you could say you're anyone. This is like the 80s. Like, it doesn't, it's a completely different time. There isn't a, oh, we can track their mobile phone and work out where they are. Like, that just wasn't... Yeah, but also the whole thing of, I find, because working at the estate agents, it is quite unsafe. Like, you turn up to this viewing mm. at a house, and even, whether you're the estate agent or the person going to view the house, you're totally going into... A house with a stranger. Yeah, completely. Like, the whole concept is pretty mental. So it's not a surprise something like this happened. And things like this probably happen all the time, but this is just so... It was, like, the first case of something like this happening. And I think what's awful is that she was never found. Um, And the guy that they suspect of doing it, he had ties to, like, being in the army or something. And they believe that he may have hidden her body in like an army barrack where these house you know got big army barracks with houses and things like mm. that and that um they hid her he hid her body in like one of these houses or one of the empty houses even that she was showing people because he said you will never find her but she will never she is never alone she is always with somebody which implies that he's hidden her he's hidden her somewhere in plain sight which is what's so sad and so mm. yeah Tragic, isn't it? It's really awful. Tragic. Oh, I'm really sad that he died. That's really like... Yeah, so her dad died, didn't he? But they made the Lamplu, the Susie Lamplu Trust. Trust, yeah. To, like, teach people. And I think that's why it's so fresh always in my memory. But as I said, also working in the estate agents, obviously. But, you know, it's, it's a dangerous job and people should be aware. Like, you, I'd love to live in a world where I trust everyone and everyone I meet is super nice and super kind and lovely, but... My like, mum says trust no one. Yeah, don't trust anyone. Don't trust anyone. No. I mean... She's a bit strange. She tells me there were like men in bushes and stuff, and everyone's gonna kill me. But <laughs> she's a bit mental. She's just looking out for you. She's, you know, she's a mum. That's what mums do. But then she never used. She never did that until I moved to England. 
because I grew up in Spain. So when I was in Spain, she's totally cool. And then now living in England. Away from her clutches and power. Yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah. She can't yeah. control it. And so she's looking out for you. It's cute, really. Yeah. Although I felt safer in Spain than I did in England. But then was changing. It is changing. It's weird. Anyway, give me a story. Okay, so... That was a good one, wasn't it? That was a good one. I I really thought you were going to go, oh, I know this, but... I thought you were going to tell me something else, so... Luckily, that's why I was going to tell you, so it's good. Well, I'm going to tell you my favourite one first. I've got two. Can we put this ice cream away, because I can't stop eating it? Yeah, sure. Do we just pause it a second, then? No, actually, just leave it out when you eat it. Okay, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this... Came through on my phone at the weekend. I don't know, like a lot of people have um, BBC News or like the news app on your phone. Yeah. And it sort of like gives you breaking news. I tend to find the breaking news ridiculous. Like, for example, one the other day that I got was like, um, the secret killer. Um, Are you addicted to alcohol? I'm like, that's not really breaking news. I don't need to be interrupted in my work day about alcohol addiction. But anyway, okay. not saying that it's not an issue. What I'm saying is, it's not BBC News. Please don't send me a breaking news alert to my mobile to advise me of this because maybe they're trying to tell you something. Oh, thanks. Your friend's hacked, so maybe they're like, oh yeah, my phone has been hacked Caitlin, for a long time. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. Breaking news. <laughs> you're gonna die. <laughs> Excellent. No, so my one is. So this came through, and I was like, ooh, I'm at work. This sounds interesting, and I had a little, you know. I work in news, so I was kind of allowed to read the news. I wasn't just, like, slacking off, like, being naughty, like... Yeah, anyway, yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, I really sure. wasn't. She went to the toilet to read it. No, I didn't. Right, so, the punk who returned from the dead and handed himself in. So this is my story of the France's, um, France's version of Sid Vicious, okay? Mm. So, like, in the 80s, yeah, 80s, we had... Like, England had the Sex Pistols, mm-hmm. um, and France had their own answer, which was called, uh, <gasps> oh, a, a Bordeaux group called Camera Silence. I've not heard of them, personally, but... No. Was that, is that French? Is, are you trying to speak French? Here? No, I'm not trying to speak French. I'm just speaking English and reading French words. So they are French words. <laughs> they are French words, yeah. Okay. I think, like, look, there you go. Look, I'll zoom in. Camera silence. Come here. That's camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you joking? <laughs> Kayla, that says camera. Well, it does say camera, but it's a French band. I was trying to be, like, French. I don't know. No, but that's... Okay. No, that's camera. Okay, they're a Bordeaux group called Camera Silence. Well, I don't know. Anyway. Okay. They were. A oh band. my god, please don't. Enough. <laughs> they're a band. Let's carry on. Okay, so they're a French Kelly band. Oh my god, I literally can't read. How upsetting. Right. So they're and like an extreme left wing use uh, who thought there was like no future. It's a bit how, like, I don't know. <laughs> You're going to say you are. I <laughs> feel. <laughs> Like, you know, oh, well, you. the world's rubbish and everything's terrible. There's no, no future. The world is beautiful. Okay. It's going to end. <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, millennials feel, you know, there's more depression in people of millennial age groups. I mean, I don't consider myself a millennial, I'll be honest. You're a millennial. I don't consider. I don't subscribe millennial. to that <laughs> label. You can't pick. It's not like, it's not like you get to choose, like, 
whether you are whether you were born in the eighties or not, you're you're a millennial. Okay, well, I beg to differ. I'd like to be a a uh, a nineties. There should be one just for nineties people. Born in 90s the nineties chick. Yeah, That's a song, isn't it? I am. Um, anyway, carry on. Oh, do give me a rendition of your. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Okay, back to camera silence. Mm-hmm. So they were like really left wing, really like no future, like bad, like God save the queen, but like not they're French. France have a queen, don't they? Okay, so they're like and they're hanging around with like really, really, really drug addicted like you oh, yeah. and young what was that? I need to stop eating ice cream. Oh, okay, sorry. I mean perfect ice cream, this is not an ad, is fantastic. No. <laughs> it's so good. The, the chocolate orange really does taste like cherries. Mm. Um so oh. I mean, for those of you who don't know who Terry's is, Terry's Chocolate Orange, also not an ad, but feel free to send me some. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Call me. Okay, so no, in the late 80s, okay, yeah, the group yeah. were like, hanging around all their groupies, like really destitute, really addicted to drugs. Loads of them, or not loads of them, some of them had HIV that they'd like got from using contaminated syringes. Like, there was, for them... Rock and roll. Rock and roll, but also they're probably right, probably not much of a future if that's kind of... You're just I living hard and fast. Right. Exactly. So they don't. They're just like we don't have long to live. So let's just do something really crazy and really mental. So what did they do? They robbed a bank. Nice. Did you see that coming? No. No. See, amazing. This is the, such a good story, right? How long ago was this? Are we this is in the eighties. Right. It's like literally in the eighties. Okay. I'm giving you the backstory. Okay. I've already told you the headline. Have you heard the news? Yeah. He came back from the dead and handed right. himself in. That's where we are. Okay. Right. So they rob a bank. Yeah. What? Mental. Really mental. Did and they get the money? Did they like... So they did. Okay. The whole... All of the band members and some of their mates robbed this bank and they stole 12 million francs. <gasps> francs? That was their... Francs. Francs. How... I can't speak France? today. <laughs> Just because it's France. So, and apparently France. that's like nearly 2 million euros. Wow. Yeah. So they, and at that time as well. In the 80s. That's big dollar. Big dollar. Moolalicious. <laughs> Ka-ching! So they win. Win. They don't win. They no, steal. They steal. Like, two million euros. Um, and it's interludes as well. Like, which is obviously like a small fortune even at that time. Like, that's insane. Right. So then they even call the local newspaper okay. to be like, yeah, we robbed the bank. What? So they told them it they was They literally there. don't even care. Right. No one was injured when they did okay. robbery, so that was good. And, like, so the police were just like, meh, amateurs, whatevs, it's fine. Yeah. So within a year, they capture everyone. Right. Who was involved, apart from Giles Bertin, or Bertin. I mean, it depends. Let me read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, Bertin, yeah. Bertin, or Bertin, or Bertin. Anyway, anyway, Giles, oh Giles, Giles from the band Camera Silence. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just reading from my notes. I will be honest; most of this is taken from the BBC article, you know. So, like, if you want to read it and not take my word for it, then yeah, totally go, ahead, go do that. And like, I'll credit the journalist, um, which it, they don't seem to do on BBC anymore, which is a darn shame. Darn journalists shame. should be, you know. Yeah. Given the gratification they deserve. I know people don't like journalists, but I do. So I think that they should. I mean, mm-hmm. get their depends. byline in. Anyway, depends. Old Giles didn't get caught. Giles, yeah. Love this bit, right? So. So he's on the. Run. Hardly none of the money is retrieved. Yeah. Some of the robbers that were caught, because they caught everyone. Some of them die. 
Some of them died from AIDS. Some of them were already sick. Some of them just turned their life around. And they get brief time in jail. Um, and they like literally just disappear into everyday life. Okay. Like, get sort of story over. Giles, mm. last name I can't pronounce, mm-hmm. still not caught, but they give him a sentence anyway. So, like, he was, like, prosecuted by the state, even though they couldn't find him. So they were like, oh, Giles, if we do find him, you get ten years. Right. Okay? But in his absence, like, that's just sort of, like, given to him. And then eventually, like, those ten years have passed, and he still, like, didn't, they still didn't find him. And, like, then people just, like, forget about the band and people have forgotten about Giles like his family sort of like move on what's really sad is that he had a son who was born like no. just before all of this happened and who like never heard from him again literally disappears like the end game over got his ten years like no money found that's it he's gone yeah however however cut to 2018 yeah Giles is alive and well what does it say like what he's been doing? So, um, he actually went and met up with this BBC journalist, um, and he like tells him the whole story. Basically, he went, he escaped, um, and he literally was carrying. You know, like the end of Train Spotting, yeah, where he like runs down the yeah. road with the bags of money. Yeah. That was Giles. Giles literally did that. So he's carrying these so bags. Giles like bailed on all his mates. Yeah, he's just like gone. He's got the money. He train spotted them out of there. It was it. He was gone. Went to Portugal. Bye. Yeah. Um, he opened a record store. Super cool. Set up the whole record store just with all his cash. Just like, yeah, cash, record store, cash, cash, everything. Just like millionaire cash man. Yeah. Right? Um, people would obviously, if he's working in a record store and he was in a famous French band, yeah. people are going to recognise him. And he'd just go, no, it's not me. No, I think you got the wrong person. Yeah. Right? Then, so he did that for 10 years. Then he went to Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona. Where he met a Spanish girlfriend. Um, and her family ran a bar, and he became a barman, and they had a child. So he's popping out kids. Now he is, kids. yeah, I mean. Well, him. two. He's, he's popped out two. I mean, he didn't pop them doing. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, nobody knew about anything apart from his girlfriend. His girlfriend knew, but she mm. wasn't going to tell anyone. But then he became close to death got ill, hepatitis, oh all the drug nasty. use and stuff, yeah. and he was saved by hospital staff in Barcelona, free of charge, no questions asked, because he had no documents, and it was at that point he was like, I feel really bad, I feel really guilty, I've not contributed to society, I've proved nothing for society, I've done nothing, all I've done is steal this money, go on the lamb, open a record store, I got really sick, and he's apparently blind in one eye because of the hepatitis, God. like it really like fucked him up. So he decided to come clean and tell the truth himself. And he just calls up this lawyer, who's like a really, really famous French lawyer, who's literally about to retire, okay? Um, And his name's Christian Etelin. Do you want to see? Etelin, Etelin, Christian Etelin, yeah, Christian Etelin, who is one of France's most well-known criminal lawyers. Um, And he gets his phone call from old Giles, Mm -hmm. and... He was like, but you were being declared dead, like, fucking years ago. Um, and then Christian's like, well, I'm about, like, I'm, like, old now. I mean, he's 
he's quite old. Look, I mean, bless him, he's adorable. I mean, oh. if you want a French lawyer, that's who you're going to oh, go this for. That's the lawyer. That's the right. lawyer. Cutie. Yeah. And love he him. looks pretty cool, you know, I like his glasses. Yeah, like, super love him. Yeah. Super cool lawyer. But he's going to retire, but he was like, do you know what? Oh my God, this is the case of a lifetime. Giles, back from the dead. He's like, cop into the crime. But why does he even need to come forward? I don't get it. Because he feels bad. He feels he needs to set right what he's done. So he's come forward, he calls the lawyer first and goes, I'm I'm coming back from the dead and I'm going to cop to the robbery, robbery. I took the money, blah, blah, blah. So, and he hands himself in. And has he gone to prison? Well, there was an update in the news. Right. Have you heard the news? Have you heard the news? That French punk rocker gets suspended sentence after 30 years on the run after a 2 million bank, 2 million euro bank heist. So he got a suspended sentence. He got a five-year suspended sentence by a judge in Toulouse in France, meaning he can walk free and return to Barcelona where he lives with his partner and his son. Insane. Mental. Insane. The verdict was met with applause from supporters of the singer who said he handed himself in because he had to pay his debt. He no longer had the choice. He's now 57 and was the lead singer in the band Camera Silence, as we know. Um, some dubbing him France's answer to Sid Vicious and the Sex Pistols. Do you think that maybe he's just run out of money and he's like, what can I no, do? No, because he shut the, he said in like... Make headlines. No, he said that he had already spent the money and that's why he was running the bar. Like, no one, well, to be honest, he hasn't even said what's happened to the money. No one knows yeah. what's happened to the money. He spent it all. He must have done. Well, he did the camera, no, not the camera shop, the record shop and stuff. So he's now handed himself in. Um, he basically says he's doing it for his seven-year-old son. He because his son doesn't understand yeah. what he did during his thirty years on the run, but he wants him to be able to know and to be able to be proud of him. What about the thirty-year-old son he's got? Well, apparently, they've reconnected. That's good. Um, if you like, lost mega. touch with him, obviously. Um, I think he's like he said, like he was a bit ashamed and things like that. Obviously, like of course you would be. It's like crazy, mm-hmm. but it was just an unbelievable story. Like I'd really not hear anyone talk about it at all. Do you want to see a picture of him? I mean, he's not very punk rock now. I'll be honest. Oh <laughs> he looks like uh, someone that comes out to fix a boiler. He does a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah. But I feel you know, like I don't know. I just feel like it was it was quite a cute, happy ending. I mean, it's pretty mental that you, you can literally go on the run for that long after robbing a bank. But then he didn't, like, <laughs> kill anyone, did he? So. Well, no, and no one was injured in the bank robbery. But that's... I love that the mm. police were like, oh, well, they're amateurs. They didn't yeah, hurt anyone. Rather than, oh, well done. They they pulled this heist off. But then that's Two million. they're not going to do it again, isn't it? It's like... Okay, well, yeah, they did it to like go out with a bang and be yeah. like, yeah, no, and they probably true. did it for a bit of publicity, and then they were like, actually, this probably wasn't the best thing. We should probably tell them what there's like. Oh yeah, that wasn't you farting. No, this is pugs. <laughs> there's like three pugs here joining us. So Stella, adorable. She's ten. She's not really near us. She's on the other side of the room. Bruce, he's a loud one. You'll hear him snoring and moaning and moving around and putting his paws on you in uncomfortable places and then Agnes who's teeny tiny me. oh my god you can so tell that she's your favourite <laughs> so there's this and then, there, and then there's Agnes who I love the most I she's don't... my favourite child not that I have favourites but oh, if look, I Bruce had to choose upset. sorry Bruce your mother is just 
She's a monster. Aww, I love Agnes. Right, so this mm. I wanted to share because I thought it was really horrible and sad. Okay. So there I have a feeling this... that our story's going to have a general theme, depending on who's reading them. <laughs> no, no, I've I've gone like, oh, what do you mean, like, over time, not just today? No, like, today, well, I don't know, like, so far we've had murder, bank robbery, really? and fake death. Yeah. And, and now, now? Now I'm going in with homelessness. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm doing I'm it. I'm going to start feeling really depressed. I know. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, but this is like, so... I'm going to find some happy news to end on. I think, yeah, we should probably do that. But, listen, so, and this has a happy ending. Okay. So, basically, there was this man out jogging in America, obviously. <laughs> uh, well, not necessarily, obviously. We've had England, France, and now we're in America. I think we're doing quite well, actually. Yeah, we're doing well. So, Oakland, California, man jogging, came across a homeless man starved. And look, threw it all into the lake. <gasps> oh my god! Like his whole life—that's horrific, isn't it? And there's like a video, and he's picking it all up, and these people are like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, but it's all rubbish. It's all rubbish." He's going. So not only is he taking stuff away from this poor <gasps> homeless man, he's contaminating. Oh no, the river. this is so sad. But no, I don't like this. On a happy note. There's been crowdfund a crowdfunding campaign for the homeless man. Good old modern day. And they've raised more than three thousand seven hundred pounds. Oh wow! For this homeless guy. And what do we know about the homeless guy? I mean, I don't mean to be pessimistic, but he's just a. How is he? What's what's he up to? What's his story? I don't know what his story is. <laughs> he's just a homeless guy. Yeah. And I do, I mean I want to know what's happened to this guy. He's literally just this random guy. Jogging, obviously, oh, doesn't like homeless people, and then we're all in the river. It's quite bad. I'm a little bit shocked. Yeah. So, but they must have found that, that what I'm trying to say, I suppose, is they've raised this money for him, the homeless guy, but who is he? Where is he? What's his deal? Like, how are they going to get oh, the money for like him? Oh, he was like a local there. So he, oh, right, they sort of know him. Yeah, so that's why it was like so oh. sad, because literally, oh, let me show you the video. It was all his possessions. Oh, he's just oh, picking wow. it up. Oh, that's... I mean, he's awful. got a lot of stuff. <laughs> he's got more stuff than me. Oh, no. And look, just chucking it in the river. What even is the point? Oh, that's awful. Yeah. What a horrible thing to do. And someone's filming it, and you actually, you literally see his face. So I don't know who this guy is. What that's doing the... This man. Moving all the rubbish. The jogger man. Well, not rubbish. The man's home. Oh, and he doesn't look like a particularly nice person. No. Do you know what he does look like? What? A little bit of a Ben Affleck lookalike. Maybe. Upsetting. Yeah. So oh, that's awful. Sad, that's so sad. But like, no need for that. So how much they raised? Three thousand. It's like five thousand dollars. So wow. Three thousand seven hundred pounds. That's crazy. Isn't it? That's really really good. So it it shows that there is humanity and there are nice people out there. So. Although one guy did this, and he's an absolute asshole, there's so many other people out there that are willing to help and donate totally. money. Well, that's nice. And actually, I think that's probably an, a nice up from yeah modern days. That like, I don't know, a lot of times, I don't know, technology and like children with phones and stuff. It's like all negative. It's all bad. Everything's bad all the time. And it's awful. But actually, someone you know, crowdfunding in an instance like that yeah. has actually brought something really positive to so someone's nice. life. Yeah, and that's really nice. Yeah. 
Well, I've got one more, but I feel like I'm not sure. I don't want to do it now, actually. Why? Because it was today. It happened today. And, I mean, okay, I'm going to tell you. I was, I'm not going to comment. I'll see what you think. Okay. I'm just going to, like, read you the news story. Okay. And we'll see what see what you think. Okay, so it's, like, straight up from, from my news app. I saved it earlier. Because I thought, mm, it, okay. Do you want me to do the headline, or do I you want me to just to like, like cut straight in? No, I want the headline. I want it sung. Do you want me to sing the headline? Sing I don't it. think you'll want me to sing no, this sing one. It. No, it's upsetting. Oh, yeah. Is it yeah, it's slightly dramatic. It's death. Ooh. Yeah, I know. So I mean, just on a nice note. I know, but I know. It. Okay, like that's why I said I wasn't going to do it. We said do it. Okay, look. You have to do it now. British yeah. woman falls to her death Ooh. taking a selfie. In Portugal. I saw that. Yeah. Oh. But. Oh, I just can't even begin. She was on the end of a rock, wasn't she? Well, she was with her Australian partner. Yeah. They were taking a selfie on a wall at a beach in Portugal. Yeah. They, everything seems to indicate that the fall happened when they were trying to take a selfie. They found the mobile phone on the wall suggesting that the victims were taking a selfie when they allowed the phone to fall. Then they leaned to grab it, and then they fell. It's difficult. It's such a difficult one. How do they know that they were actually taking a selfie? Well, because they haven't really looked at the camera, and there's a picture of them like... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But so only the woman... No, they're both. They're both. But it's because she was a British woman, so that was just British media being really big rude because he was an Australian oh, really it should okay. be a young woman. couple on yeah. holiday in Portugal not to tell the BBC how to write their headlines of but course if however maybe maybe reevaluate <laughs> your life choices there's also somebody else involved in this yeah which sad. is not not the greatest um and yeah so it's just really sad it, and but also oh I don't know how do they I mean, can I mean I when I go oh you know what I mean but people don't know me who are listening. I'm not, I don't know, selfie, really? You put some selfies on your Instagram. I do, occasionally. Yeah. But not... However, what I don't understand oh. is why that's the headline. Why is it she was taking a selfie? Like, but I think it's because it makes people like me go, oh, no. Yeah, because I did read that and I was going to bring it. And then I was like, well, no, because it's kind of like a fake news. <laughs> I mean, whoa there. <laughs> no, why can't it just be like this poor woman has fallen? Why they have to bring something like because she was taking a selfie? Yeah, I think that's and well, that's like, the kicker, isn't it? That's the punchline. And sadly, it's kind of making it look like her her dying or both of their dying. Obviously, this poor Australian man who's been forgotten. It, it wasn't. It was kind of making a joke out of it. Mm. Like they've they've died, they've fallen. Why do you need and to? And they say haven't that even thing? been identified yet. Like I don't know. It does seem a bit crass. Yeah. But I just feel it's just a sad. That's when I go. It's a sad world that we live in. Like where is where is the humanity? But then I suppose maybe I should have gone, and then you would have read your homeless man story, and I would have felt like there there was there humanity. Was humanity. <laughs> I gave you some humanity and you threw it back in my face. I mean like throwing it back in your face is strong, I feel, but yeah. Okay. I mean I understand what you're saying, this whole selfie thing, but I I feel like that's just kind of adding something to a story 
just to make it more interesting. Whereas neither of them are alive to live the tale. Mm. So how how do they know that it was... They died because they were taking a selfie. What they could say? have taken a selfie. Yeah. They could have then walked away a bit, dropped her phone, tried to get it, and then they fell. She didn't die taking a selfie. Yeah, no. Well, then why was the phone on the wall and not with them on, at the bottom on the beach? That's That was my thought, if I'm honest. If you're taking the selfie, you're on the wall. If the phone fell, the phone would have fallen off. Like it was like a cliff. The wall was on a cliff. They fell down. I mean, it's tragic. Whatever happened. Yeah, pretty tragic. It is tragic, and I'm actually. It was really sad, but also bad BBC. Bad BBC. Bad BBC. Yeah. Also, just on a random note, Oxfam. Boo. Boo. Okay. Boo. Oxfam. Just want to get that out. We'll touch on that another time, I'm sure. But I'm just gonna. That was a teaser for next time. Next time, stay tuned. Boo, Oxfam. Yeah. Although I wanted to share something one more. I don't know okay. if you've heard about this because it's not actually been in the news. Oh, where well, did not you like find it? News, news. Do tell me the news. I haven't heard it. Let me tell you the news. Have you heard the news? I will tell you the news. Tell me the news. So there's this man, a Syrian man, stranded in Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Yep. Airport for 91 days. (gasps) He's been putting, like, I don't know, have you not seen it? He's been putting videos up on Twitter. Not on Twitter. And, uh. Social media makes me feel bad about myself. (laughs) That's not good. It does. It's depressing. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah. Um, But that's fine. You're on social media. You can tell me the Twitter side. Yeah. So here I am telling you the news. So, yeah, so basically. Malaysia, if he seeks asylum in Malaysia, I don't want to give too many details because I haven't done the best research on this, but if he seeks asylum in Malaysia, then um, in Malaysia they don't give you any benefits, like you're not allowed to work. Oh, right, okay. So he'll literally just be living there. Right, he'll be almost be, be like a, like a homeless person. He'll just, but he can be, he can stay there, but he can't do anything do else. Anything. He's got no means of income. He can't yeah. support himself, etc. Yeah, okay. So then there's other places where, so he, I think he went to Cambodia. Cambodia wouldn't let him in, mm. so they sent him back to, or he overstayed his visa or something. So they sent him back to Malaysia. So where's he from? He's from Malaysia. He's Syrian. Oh, he's Syrian. Sorry. Yeah, of course. Uh, but there's only so many places where Syrians can go without a visa. Right. So these are... So he, he is a refugee. Like he's oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. A refugee. And so it's really nice because... I mean, how I found about, out about it is... I know this travel blogger called Angela, and she put it up that there was this Syrian guy whose name is Hassan al Kontar. Ooh, aren't you good at pronouncing oh, things I in am. comparison to me today? Yeah, Points to it. you. I am on it. <laughs> Although that may be wrong. That's so <laughs> not. If it is, please write in. Yeah. <laughs> Send us a vid. Um, yeah, so he's just been kind of recording his whole stay in the airport. He's like sleeping on the floor. Oh, How's he? Where's he getting food from? What's he? Like, Donations. Like <gasps> people are going and so she went to donate. Like what your friend Angela? Yeah. Or just travel brother. Yeah, and then um, Mm. like other people, and he's just literally like, what's that film called? Tran. Oh, 
Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. So that's, yeah, you literally... Is it that film? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I can't, yeah, I watched it years ago. Oh, that's awful. Why is why is no where's his crowdfunding page? So there is a crowdfunding okay. page. <laughs> there is indeed. Questions, but, questions. Well actually funny you say that. Thank you, Caitlin. So <laughs> So on it. He doesn't have like a bank account or a way to get this money. Right, so okay. I think people were opening GoFundMe pages as him oh, no. and taking money. Oh so he no. had to put up this thing saying I can't get the money from the GoFundMe, Go crowdfunding thing. Uh, these accounts aren't real. GoCrowdfundMe.com. Yeah, yeah okay. whatever it is. <laughs> so these, so people are actually accepting like donations on his behalf, oh, but they awful. live in like other places. And they're not going to Malaysia airport to drop it off to him. No. Oh, that's upsetting. I don't like it. It's sad. Why isn't anybody doing anything for Why? him? That's there why was I don't something get it. like I read. Surely he can't live in the airport forever. It's got it's got to come to a head at some point. Yeah. 90 days that's crazy. three months that's crazy in an airport you would go mental yeah 100% I would just be like and but I think as soon as he leaves he then has to seek asylum otherwise he's illegal so and he can't seek asylum in Malaysia because if he does there's like caps on it he can't work okay so he, he went from Syria to Malaysia oh god now you're asking too many questions okay sorry I'm just trying to ascertain uh, his not that I'm saying in his refugee state, he should have had a travel plan. I mean, that's literally not what no, I'm saying. I mean, but I just, what I find. Fleeing from, yeah, you that from tends danger. To, tends to not be how it works, you know. Um, but, oh, wait, why can't he be moved to another, like, another country? Because can't, can't Germany take him? They take refugees. Yeah, but well, how Come here. Him? Why hasn't somebody gone? This is, we oh. need to speak to our government to allow him to come here. But people, people don't, want refugees it's like a massive crisis and it's such a horrific thing that i think i read something like america let nine refugees into america <laughs> what in like a certain amount of time That's yeah awful yeah it's it's uh it's pretty it's pretty barbaric but can you use that word barbaric That's, yeah i think so yeah it's i mean it's sad so he's literally stuck wow that's so, guys, if you have a solution on how to help Hamar, Hassan. Let's see a picture of him. Is he a cutie? Oh, he is. What's he, he on a cutie? Oh, my God, he's absolutely adorable. Oh, let's help him. I mean, also, if he was ugly, we should also help him. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> no, but, but he, he looks so nice. He does, doesn't he? Oh, oh, bless him. Right, I feel like we need to book a flight to Malaysia and... But what can we do when we get there? No, no or we can give but them I don't food. Think it, how is it possible that somebody could live in an airport for that length of time and no one... And, like, why aren't England being like, oh, hello, we can let you into our country? What, what, how is it, how is it that we live in a world where people cannot live where they want to live? Oh, my God, I just have flashbacks to your... <laughs> Be the change you want to see in the world film. <laughs> we live in a world! <laughs> Isn't it crazy that... That, that we have to have visas and we have to go and check out Charlotte's video um, uh, it's yeah <laughs> it's on my YouTube channel Charlotte so, Snowball Charlotte Snowball it's called Be the Change Be the Change Be the Change Be the Change uh, yeah and this kind of touches on all, all those all those tings tings and things tings and things 
Right, I think we should... Uh, should we wrap it up there? Wrap it up, I think. Let's help this Syrian man get out of Malaysia. That's, yeah, I want updates I on him. Let's, uh, let's... Yeah, let's have him... Let's have him on, no. <laughs> and here he is! <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> you need to get a boyfriend who's like a pilot of planes and stuff, and we could get tickets and we could go and like interview people like that and help them. That would be oh, so cool. That would be cool. I mean, I have loads of ideas and types of boyfriends that you need to... <laughs> I know, I need every... Bo- I just need a few, don't just I? Just a few, different ones. Maybe like ten. Yeah, one definitely needs to be a pilot, I think. A pilot. Yeah, that'd be good. That, I mean, that would be cushy, wouldn't it? Super cushy. So also, be away for good periods of time. So oh, you yeah. You see him so much. Be away, like far. Like he's like an army boyfriend, flats. but with more perks. Flights, flights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could do like long haul flights. Yeah. Come home maybe once or twice a year. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. For like no time, like for a day. Or Amazing. It's like a whirlwind romantic day, and then it'd be like, oh, bye. Thanks for Until next time. <laughs> Till we meet again. <laughs> Don't know how. Don't know when. Anyway, on right. boyfriend note, let's, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up, Caitlin. Okay, well, it's been really fun. This has been fun. I don't know how we end this. Well, remember... Have you heard the news? Have you heard the news? With Charlotte and Caitlin. Did we say, I'm Caitlin? We must have done at the start. I mean, it's a bit like now. Hi, and welcome to Have I Got I the think news. we did a, like, hi, Caitlin, hi, Charlotte. Okay, cool. One of those I things. think we've eased into it now. I was, like, really nervous and, like, a bit I stiff I was quite nervous. But I think we've done all right. I think we've just got into just chatting how we would normally. Listen to episode two. It'll be way better than this one. (laughs) I mean, hopefully, if you've got this far, you've listened to the whole thing. But we promise that episode two... It's just going to pack a punch beyond... You'll you'll be entertained and amazed. Amazed Amazed. and entertained. Yeah. Right. Peace, love, and rock and roll. Peace, love, and remember... To be the... No, we need a different one. (laughs) You love that one. That's the one on all of it. I don't know. Uh-huh. Just remember, Agnes is the smallest pug in the world. No. If you don't believe anyway, me. Anyway, <laughs> bye! bye. <laughs>